Women's Bodybuilding Breakdown. My name is Abby Kay. I am one of your hosts. And today I have a new host. Her name is IFBB Pro Medical Muscle. <laughs> you probably watch my face be like, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Thank you. Yes, I, uh, I am now pro. It doesn't feel real. <laughs> I want to just talk about universe where Anna clearly given my introduction just won her IFBB pro card in figure um what was universe like this year universe was a lot of fun um Charleston is a really cool city and um I went this year with um my boyfriend obviously and then we went with our friend Andrew who I've done two shows with him before and um he and Dennis and I have always kind of stayed together um and so third time around and Andrew has a girlfriend that he brought this time and so the four of us stayed in an Airbnb in Charleston it was really fun Andrew won his pro card in physique in men's physique and uh, I won in figure and we had a really good weekend <laughs> celebrating that sounds like a good weekend two I yeah. pro cards doesn't yeah get not bad not bad third time's a charm <laughs> now judging from the photos it looks like universe was either you know in a different location or or they just changed the background or a combination of both because this everything. year everything, everything looked so much better from the live so much better. I was so relieved. Um, I even asked someone backstage about it. They told me that the, the whole lighting setup was completely different, different engineers um, with that. They did get feedback from last year that it was bad lighting. And so they, they fixed it and it was insane lighting. Everyone looked really good. Was this the first, or was this a new location as well? Or was no, nope. same location. That's same, awesome. hotel, same stage. Yep. Just oh, did they, they hired different lighting people. And not only that, but I, I bet they also got feedback about the red background. Probably. Yeah. Everyone looked a little bit red. Terrible. Yeah. So terrible. Combine that with bad lighting. Just terrible. I know. I know. But this, this year, year was great. They nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about the expediting. What was the expediting like? Did you feel like you had ample Perfect. time and... Oh yeah, ample time. And um, one of the only shows that I've actually, I can say like when they, you know, when they t tell you, you have to stop pumping up and like you put your bands and your weights down and you're like, okay, now I'm gonna wait here for another 45 minutes and I'm gonna go flat. <laughs> they didn't, it, it was not that way. Everything was perfectly organized. Even though they changed the time of pre-judging to 3 p.m., they were not rushing us. Um, everything was perfectly organized. We put our bands down and five minutes later we were walking on stage. So wow. it was really, really well run. They, they absolutely killed it. One thing that was interesting was that they moved the prejudging time till 3 p.m. And I thought it was kind of funny because there was no way that prejudging would start at three and finals was gonna start at six. Did you right. find out why they changed the prejudging time? Uh, I don't know. I know there was another event in the hotel that same weekend. So I think they were maybe trying to uh, keep those separated. I have no idea. But honestly, I, I mean, I knew finals wasn't going to start at six. I think it started at seven, which yeah. like I think a little bit later, but hugely surprising. Hard. And I was not, you know, I, I finished up probably around nine. It wasn't that late. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. So what did you think of the overall competition? Uh, seemed to be a good good competition. I think there were probably about the same number of people there were at Universe last year. Um, I actually haven't been on NPC News Online and seen how many people were in each class, but I would say uh, it, in figure there were probably like five to 12 people in each class. I think the smallest was five and that would have been mine. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we're going to show some pictures of you. I just wanted to talk about universe in general first. Um, obviously, there were a lot of master's classes. Anyone who doesn't know about universe, uh, we'll just give you a little rundown here. There are a bunch of master's classes. It's kind of it's one of the cool and not cool things about universe. I think it like is a double edged sword. But um, there's a 35 plus class, a four is it 45 plus or 40 plus 50 plus. 35, 40, 50, and 60. Yeah. And the winners of those classes each get a pro card. And then there's also the overall. Um, and then once you get into the open classes and open classes are when you don't have any, any age restriction, um, those classes, they give two pro cards, the top two in each division. And then there's also an overall winner. Um, so a lot of times what you see, and we definitely saw this this year, was you'll have someone who competes in the 60 plus class will also compete in the 50 plus class and the 30 plus class and the, <laughs> or 35 plus class and the open. So you'll have one competitor maybe doing three or four separate classes, which is like kind of fun and also can be kind of annoying. Um, kind of fun. And, I, and then it just makes me think about that $275 per class show entry fee. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> So that's probably one reason why the promoters and the NPC like it because they oh, I'm sure multiple yeah. uh <laughs> multiple entry fees yeah uh, there were a few people that were really great there was one woman from your team actually that I thought was really impressive I think she did cream house yeah what 50 plus 40 plus and no 40 35 and open yep and I think she won them all yeah, she right. did win them all. Yeah, she won. I think she even won an overall in one of the um, higher age classes. So that's really exciting. And she looked fantastic. Yeah, um, she really did. What did you think about, you know, obviously we have all the master's classes and all the winners getting their pro cards, but what did you think about top two in every class in the open getting pro cards this year? Um, I don't know. I, I it's... Um... It's one thing when you're on the side of chasing your pro card and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to this, this show and it's usually pretty big and it's nice that the top two win their pro cards. And then on the other side of it, um, you know, I had a small class and I didn't, I didn't want like two out of the five people in my class getting pro cards because that seems that like feels like maybe it cheapens the value of the pro card, but I'm, I just like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to think about any of that stuff. Uh oh, I think we lost Anna for a minute here. Might pause and wait for her to come back. All right, so Anna has come back. Why don't we uh, pick up where we left off? You said you don't want to think about um, something. You know, I don't want to say. I don't. I don't really like. I'm trying not to have an opinion about this because I won. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be disappointed about my own win because my class was small or whatever. I think I brought a pro physique to the stage, and I'm proud of that. Um, and I think I deserve to win my pro card. Um, and most of, most of the other athletes that I saw winning their pro cards looked like pro pros on stage as well. So I think in any show where you're going to give two pro cards to the top, to the top two people in the class, you run the risk of a second place winner, not really being ready to be a pro yet. But I think for the most part, what I saw was pretty much deserving winners getting their pro cards. So it's a, we've used this term a lot, but it's a double-edged sword. Um, it really is. There's a lot of that in, in bodybuilding. Well, in yeah. Life. And there were, there were classes, you know, with 12 plus figure girls in them 
Uh, and the top two in that definitely, in my opinion, deserve to win their pro cards. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you would make it any different. I think the whole situation with COVID has really changed a lot of this and, and how many competitors are at our show. And, you know, maybe the two pro cards has always been a really good thing, but maybe just like there's a brief period of time here where it doesn't quite make sense. But I'm really optimistic that the numbers are going to pick right back up again and we're going to move beyond this and COVID is just going to be a memory. Um, so, Do you think there weren't a lot of people at Universe? Because I felt like it was a pretty well attended show. They said it was, I think, what they say over two, I can't remember what they said. They said something in the athlete meeting and I clearly wasn't paying attention. You know, I don't remember how many have come in previous years. So it's hard to say. I think watching the live stream, um, I wish I had been there in person. And I, I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately since we started making this podcast. I've been thinking, wow, I want to attend and I already wanted to, but I, now that we're <clears throat> reviewing people on a podcast, I really want to attend in person more because mm -hmm. I think you see people in a very different light when you're in person than you do on a live stream. Even if the live stream is super high quality, you don't see the conditioning. I think you actually pointed that out when I was talking about a particular competitor. You said, this person does not look the same in person. Like those photos make them look really different. Mm. Uh, and that was actually in a sort of a in a backwards way, in a, in a negative way, because I was saying, wow, so-and-so looks Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, in a, in a good way, and mm -hmm. you were like, actually, in person, like you can't see the skin, you can't see this, and some not as great qualities. And so, I really want to go in person to all of these shows next year if I can, yeah. um, because I think that that really matters as far as judging goes. Um, the photos are great. I love reviewing the photos, but I think you you do need to be there in person. So, yeah. you know, Nate and I were talking about that as we watched the live stream. We were saying maybe what we're seeing isn't a great representation. Um, so I, because there were some standout people, but then there were also, you know, a large number that that weren't super standout. Um, yeah. Sometimes, it, sometimes we, were, we were actually talking about how the 35 plus class at Universe can often be the one of the more competitive ones i i because they have um i would say like older looking muscle um less subcutaneous fat than the younger uh competitors because you know as you get older you lose a lot of that subcutaneous fat so you look harder and all that stuff it's one of the benefits of aging yeah um, so one of the benefits so you know we were talking about how that class can often be super super competitive but it usually is yeah yeah, but it is tough because I think we should have probably skipped watching some of the older classes because I think by the time we had gotten to the 35 plus class, we had already seen people multiple times. Yes. So I think that like that's the double edged sword part that we were talking about earlier. We had already seen people a bunch of times by the time we got to the open as well. <laughs> We'd already seen everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought overall universe is usually really well attended. It was so far way better to me than the junior shows both were already way better attended a lot more competition because those shows were pretty small i would say you know it's weird i i have been to so many national shows and i've i've always been in the same class i've always been class c at national shows every single time and sometimes it's the biggest class and sometimes it's the smallest class and everything in between so mm -hmm. i think when you take into account how much variation is naturally there, 
at national shows, I feel like you can't even like you can't even judge this year and last year and say even was that all COVID. I ha I have no idea. Like honestly, some of these shows in the fall towards the end of the summer might be huge and they might not be it might just be like a little lag time of people who are trying to get their pro cards i don't know i am excited i do think that nationals um like actual national nationals um to use the term accurately is the most competitive show of the year um i think it's partially because it's so prestigious i also think it's because it um it's the, the the last show really, except for last year with COVID with USA's getting pushed back, but it's the last show of the year. It also has the most prestigious um, history. So I think that that show really gets, not to use this word, but it gets stacked. <laughs> stacked. And then last year, because it was one of the last ones, people were already done shooting their shot. Like yeah. by the time they got to USA's, I remember, we didn't we talk about this? We, I was going through the classes being like, there were like one or two girls at each class at USA's. Yeah. We were like done. They were exhausted last year. Nobody went to those later shows. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this year. Well, I usually think nationals is super full of very- It usually is, but it was one of the smaller ones last uh, year. Last yeah. year, I, you know, I, I'm not even to comment on the women's divisions. Maybe they weren't as stacked, but um, I know bodybuilding was insane bodybuilding the supers and the heavies or is it not <laughs> super insane oh i mean i'm like a huge call out i can't remember how many people were in the first call out of the supers last year but it was in, it was very impressive i believe um, it, it was like, yeah i think it was like nine or ten people were in the first call out that's a that's a lot of big boys on <laughs> in one line <laughs> yeah so let's let's share a picture of you from universe your pro card winning physique here we go Alrighty, there she is. <laughs> you look beautiful. Thank you. Normally we both comment, but why don't I go first since it's your week? <laughs> and I can tell you my feedback yeah. from the judges. What'd you say? And then I can tell you my feedback, my official feedback. I, on my I feedback. like that. So first thing that stands out, you have beautiful shape, best conditioning you've brought yet. I think what really stands out to me are the lines in your quads. Yeah, um, they're not muddied at all. And I think, you know, I want to say that you brought really great conditioning in your legs last year, but the unfortunate thing about universe last year is that that back, you know, the lighting was terrible. And then that backdrop was red. And so you just, it kind of looked smoothed out, but I really do think that your conditioning was probably really close to this. I'd like to hear your opinion on that, but I think that, you know, your leg, um, your leg conditioning this year was just really fantastic. Um, I think you have really beautiful shoulders. We're only looking at the front shot right now, but I'm gonna bring up a back shot as well. Here we go, we're on NPC News Online. And here's Anna from the back. I really like your back shot. I think the, the thing that works to your advantage in figure is that you have a really beautiful flow. I think that's your strong suit. Um, and also your calves look great here. <laughs> Born that way, I guess. Yeah. What'd you say? I said born that way. I guess people are always talking about the calves. Yeah. I think overall, if someone were to look at you, for anyone who's maybe new to bodybuilding or doesn't understand what the judges are looking for in figure, I think flow. So for, you know, 
you know, bo you know, bodybuilding in general, obviously you need to have muscle and for figure, you want to have a nice V taper with the lats from both the front and the back. You want nice rounded shoulders, nice thick back development. You don't want striations, but you do want separation. So you can see the separation right here um, between the glutes and the hamstrings. You can see, you know, her calf muscles nicely um, from the front, which I already got out of. You could see those quads really nicely. Um, nothing is striated, but everything is really um, clean cut clean cut and conditions. Um, and then you want shape as well. So you have to have that muscle, the density, the thickness, shape, and then flow and have it be aesthetically pleasing. And I think that's really where Anna is a figure girl at heart because she has the flow. She has a very aesthetically pleasing shape and look. So that is my feedback from you. Now you, why don't you tell us what you think and what the judges thought? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, when I look at this, the biggest thing that I see is that you can see uh, gap all the way from my ankles all the way up to my butt. There's a big, we call it thigh gap, whatever. Um, a lot of figure girls don't have that. I have it from the front and the back. And that's something that I've noticed and need to need to work on. Um, we're going to want that thigh gap to be closed, bigger adductors. Um, I agree with you. I think the conditioning I brought to last year's universe was just a little smidge short of this conditioning. I mean, I was more conditioned this show. Um, last year, they told me to bring better condition and to bring down my legs. Uh, this year, I opened my feedback today and uh, they said that I came in a little too lean um, and that I should work on overall development, but focus on my legs, um, which I think is hilarious because it's literally the opposite of my feedback last year. And a lot of competitors will talk about that. There's like this ping pong effect of like you'll get feedback from one show you'll make those changes that they asked you to make and then they'll tell you okay you went too far <laughs> like now go backwards and make some other changes so I've never been told that I came in too lean so I'm kind of actually like secretly a little proud of, that. Proud of that I would be <laughs> I'm a little proud of that because I was um a person competing for probably the first three years of my competition life I really never got stage lean and I worked on it and I worked on it. I had binge eating disorder and so that was really hard for me on prep um, and I finally come out of the other side of that and achieved um, what I think is a true lean stage lean physique and I'm I'm pretty damn proud of that um, proud of my legs I agree with you the big difference between the photos last year and the photos this year I think came down to lighting um, crazy um, so yeah I'm obviously very proud uh, of my win, proud of my physique. I can see the flaws though, and I see where I need all that overall development. Um, so I'm excited to get down to working on that. Yeah, yeah I think that sometimes the, there's this um, discrepancy between the feedback and the actual look. And I think a lot of that comes down to wording because when I see, when I like think about your looks over the years, cause I've obviously looked at all of them, um, cause I'm a dork. Okay. So <laughs> the big thing that I notice is I don't think it's necessarily that you were too lean this show, but I think that to achieve the leanness that is desired, which I think you're spot on here. And I think that they don't word things properly because they're responding to hundreds of emails a day. Right. Um, I, I think that it's not that you're too lean. I think it's to, in order to get the leanness that was necessary, you might've had to lose a little bit of the size that contributes to your shape. It's possible. Yeah. And I actually um, had, there was a, there's a podcast with a coach. Um, he coaches a lot of women, particularly bikini girls. Um, but I think that's 
it's a really important um, comment here, even though it, it was about bikini girls is because um, they get all kinds of conflicting feedback, right? Like, oh, you need to be fuller or you need, you need this, you need that. Right. A lot of people yeah. think full to mean I need more food, but in reality, you need to be fuller could mean that you are the appropriate amount of, of leanness or fullness, but you just need more muscle. So not about eating more food for them, but it might be about just building more muscle in the shoulders or whatever. So it's not that their shoulders are flat. It's just that they might not be big enough. And so I think that the words that, that are given in feedback aren't necessarily corresponding with um, what the intentions are, I guess, if that makes yeah. sense. And I then about how much feedback Sandy and the other judges must have to give because they have shows constantly, constantly. Yeah. Um... And it's funny, some of it goes back to, to what we we're talking about, where pictures don't tell the full story. I mean, you can't see it in this photo that we're looking at right now. You can't see it, but my quads were feathered. Um, and you could see that as I moved. And, you know, technically you're not supposed to have that for figure, but I've seen many, 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 many pro figure with feathered quads that are winning. So um, it's interesting to me, and this is this is why I find wellness so fascinating, I think. But for me, the last place I lose fat is my abdomen and my glutes. And to get to the place where I need that, the flat abs and the tie-in on the back, my, the front of my legs, my quads comes in like hard, hard, hard. So I know I could never do wellness because wellness, you have to have abs and mm. soft legs. I could never do that. Genetically, that's just not how it works for me. I don't get abs until my legs are rock hard. That's so awesome. abs are probably the first thing I get. That's awesome. See, a lot of women are like that. I'm not like that. I, will say, I, I heard uh, on a on another podcast that um, they're using oils in wellness. I don't know, some of the South American wellness. Oils? Like the injectable oils? Yeah, like... <laughs> Come on. Yeah. No, I mean, are, are you saying come on to me? Like, that's not true or come on. Like, don't no, do like they, that's horrible. I, I mean, I, I agree, but there was also a point made on that podcast that, um, you know, people use all sorts of things to alter their body. This is and true. That's really the difference. I mean, I, I don't agree with it, but, um, from a health standpoint, obviously, cause you could, you know, that, that oil has to go somewhere. Yep. It's in the bloodstream. Oh, not, not my jam, but, uh, teach their own, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so I've heard that about, about wellness. I don't, obviously don't think it's every single wellness competitor. So like, just like every single bodybuilding competitor isn't using oils as well, but you know, they right. does exist. So, um, all right. Well, that's awesome. You know, I'm glad that the show was really well ran because I think that in the, the heart of COVID last year, when universe, um, uh, and, uh, what was it? Um, North Americans in Pittsburgh and Junior USA's in Charleston uh, were all taking place. I know that my experience at Junior USA's last year wasn't my favorite. Um, it was super yeah. rush. We were in multiple buildings where it was downpouring rain. We had to like run in between buildings in the like ridiculous humidity of August in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, we did not have any pump up time. We were rushed on stage with no warning. I mean, it was really terrible. I was drenched in sweat and looked awful. That was kind of like North Americans for me last year in the tent. I was so sweaty. That was horrible. I mean, it props for, for getting a show out there, but had I known, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. 
because I looked freaking awful. It's my most embarrassed. I look worse than I did when I started. Did not look awful. You did not. Oh, you're so kind. I looked awful, <laughs> but I think that it is um, good inspiration for picking a show that I know is going to be top notch in a hotel with air conditioning with good lighting. <laughs> But all right, so now let's get into our um, our pro shows. We've talked about Universe a little bit and your rise in the ranks to, you know, pro. We're going to start with just talking about uh, the Puerto Rico pro. We're only going to talk about the winner and we're actually going to move right to talking about the Puerto Rico figure winner and the, um, the Europa Orlando figure winner because surprise, surprise, they are the same person. So... Let me just go right here. We're going to do Jessica Reyes Padilla. She won the Puerto Rico Pro and then went right on to win the Orlando, the Europa, Europa Orlando. Um, so on the left here, we have her at Puerto Rico. And on the right here, we have her at Orlando. You can see those, right, Anna? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I have to say, uh, straight up, I liked Jessica Reyes Padilla because you don't like dislike anyone that looks amazing, right? But oh, I didn't man. think that she had the most fantastic shape in previous years, right? So, I didn't either, but this is exactly. Really I would have, yeah. I would have called her like a pencil figure. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty like, straight up and down. Yeah, in like 2018, but look at her now. A couple years, some growth. This is what bodybuilding is all about. I love. Yep, it. and she has a fabulous. Coach Andrew Vu, who is Dennis's coach, and so we root for her uh, when she's on stage because she's a uh, she's Vu's client, and they call him the Ninja. They they do that for a reason. So I have no coaching affiliation with her, but she's made me into a fan. Look at that quad sweep. Um, you know, so there's obviously some time in between the Puerto Rico and the Orlando here on the right. Um, she came in sharper. There's a little bit of a different um, look here. I think it's partially because the tan is a little different and also mm -hmm. because the lighting is different. Um, yep. A bit more oil used on the right, I think. So she, it's in a good way, in my opinion. She looks Overall, I like the right better. The whole look, um, I think the suit is better too. I that too. Suit is a better color. Definitely. Yeah. The suit on the left is gorgeous as well, but it's just, you know, you have to pick the right color for your, for your body. Right. It doesn't pop as much as that blue does. Yeah. Um, she has, she's really built that shape out. Cause I think her lats really are, um, a huge improvement from when they've, what they've been in the past. If you look at like, now, I would say a strength, they're even a strength for her. I, I agree. Her weakness and turned it into a strength. I think she's going to be one of the top competitors at the Olympia this year. She's always Absolutely. been, uh, she's always been on the, you know, the, the high end but you know yeah. she's never been top top but i think yeah. i mean I, I could see top two top three yeah if she keeps going like this i mean there's yeah. a long ways to the olympia she could she could bring a package mm -hmm. that's competitive i agree all right so now we're gonna go right into her back photos um because we can't can't just look at the front i think her her back has also come up quite a bit I'm going to share both of those at the same time, just like with the other one. So here we have her from the back. I want to make them about the same size because otherwise we don't have a good comparison. Um, she's a little off kilter here on the right one, but I think it's just because I chose a transition back photo. I don't think it's because she's actually uh, imbalanced. Um, 
Overall, look at that nice thickness. She has a great posterior chain. I love the way her um, glutes and her hamstrings connect like that. Yep. I would have to say I like her at Puerto Rico better here. Um, but again, it's probably just because I chose a weird transition photo. Um, let's see if I can get a better one. Yeah, that's a little bit better. Yeah, okay, there we go. That's I better. like how you can see her quads from the back. There's a very sharp line all the way down uh, from her glute all the way down to her knee. And then from there out protrudes her quad sweep that you can see from the back and her toes are pointed out a little in the pose, which helps accentuate that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a really nice look because she does have such a thick upper body. She has to have some thickness from the lower body in that back shot. And it's, it's right on the money. I agree. And I also like, you know, in previous podcasts, we've talked about how bringing out the rear delt can sometimes lose the lat. And what I like about her is she's grown her lats out so much that she can accentuate that rear delt without losing her V taper. So she's, got, true, yeah. she's yeah. got bubbly um, rear delt, but she also has that nice V taper, which I think a lot of competitors lose. So overall, I'm super stoked. She won the Puerto Rico pro and then she went and won the Orlando Europa. So now we're going to move on. Um, we're going to move on to the Orlando Europa completely now. And we're going to talk about um, our other winners, um, our second place. So our second place at the Orlando Europa. Here we go. Can you see that? I can. Fantastic. Okay. So this is um, Rhea Gale. She's our second place winner here. I think that she has a phenomenal shape. Um, killer shape tiny tiny waist and a short waist so the dramatic v of her lats mm -hmm. is very accentuated i think it's a good it's a really good comment that her torso is short because you're right that does provide a very dramatic shape compared to jessica whose torso is very long yeah that's true which camp are you in are, are you do you have a long torso or a short torso <laughs> like i I'd like a regular one, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I'm definitely I, a long torso myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I once I stood next to my friend a while ago. This is like a decade ago when we were in high school or actually even longer. But um, and her leg length, her legs, she's like five inches shorter than me. Her legs come up to my like my belly button. Wow. I have this okay. really long, long torso. Long torso and short legs. We, in uh, high school in biology class, we did like, there was this one experiment that we did where we measured everything. Mm -hmm. You measure wingspan and then you measure your height when you're kneeling and you measure your height standing. And like, there's supposed to be like golden ratios or whatever um, that Leonardo da Vinci came up with. And I, I was just like regular for everything. Like everything was just normal. I'm not, I don't have like long, short, nothing. <laughs> not exciting. <laughs> Well, one thing, so one thing about Rhea that um, I like, so obviously her shape, I love those delts. She has very hard looking delts. They very. are cappy and hard. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I dig that look. Um, I also like the way they look from the front, the front delt and chest work that she does must be paying off because um, I really like that. And I don't think you get that if you're not doing a lot of pressing. Um, I do dig her adductor area where you don't see a big gap in between her um in between her adductors you don't see a gap at all and they're stuck right together but one thing i for me personally that i would like to see change is i would like her 
knees to maybe be closer together. I don't really like the squatty posing. Okay. I can see that. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't think she actually is squatting, but this is a kind of a, it's just like a preference thing that I have. She might have a natural bow. Yeah, she might. If you look at her, her toes are directly forward. Directly together, yeah. I know, it might might not be something. Can I compliment her on something kind of weird? I don't know if this will translate for our listeners rather than our viewers. I'm going to try. I really like how in her front pose right here, you can see her glutes. Does oh, that make I love that too. I love that. I too. love that look. And I, I don't think I'll ever have that look. So I'm just a little bit of like a jelly monster with it. But like when she is straight on here, you can see her medial glutes from that front pose. And I think that just makes her overall shape so pleasing. I don't know. I'm a fan I'm of that. With you. And I think that that if you look right here and I'm pointing mm-hmm. to it with my, I don't know if you can see my arrow, but yep. you have this little dip right here. And I yep. think in normal people, I shouldn't say normal people. I think in image conscious, non-bodybuilding women on the internet, that's called a hip oh, dip. Yeah. Hip and dips. people it's don't like it. Bad, right? I love it. I'm like, hell yeah, I want a hip dip. Uh, <laughs> But non-bodybuilding women who are like overly obsessed with, uh, you know, fitness, uh, like that kind of fitness. Yeah. That's like a, a thin style of fitness where they're like running and, you know, doing yoga. They hate the thigh, that, that hip dip and they want a thigh gap. It can't be the more opposite of us. It's so funny. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to look at her, um, her back shot. And I really, I think to me her back shot is is more my favorite from her i really i really like it oh nice yeah that's beautiful she has beautiful full glutes from the back this is a look that i think not everyone can pull off because everyone has a different level of conditioning that looks um like appropriate on their physique for their muscle and i think for for some competitors this glute look might be a little too soft for them I shouldn't say soft but you know maybe you want them like to have more lines or even like some figure competitors might get striations in their glutes which technically you're not supposed to have but for some people it looks appropriate on their physique but for her this really full look with those super conditioned hamstrings is a really appealing look I don't know if that oh yeah I agree um Mm -hmm. it looks soft and hard at the same time, which yeah, is does. kind of what you're going for in figure, if that makes sense. Like you want to, that smoothness, which we don't like that word in bodybuilding, but kind of, <laughs> and at the same time, you want everything to be tight and, mm. and solid appearing. So um, yeah, I think she nailed the, the conditioning. I guess I would have liked to see more conditioned quads. That's my only critique yeah, of her yeah, I agree. That would be the number one thing. I think more, I, she just needs, it's not even conditioning. I think it's not a matter of, of fat loss. It's just part of, part of it's genetic, right? How, how deep are the lines in your quads? That's kind Great. of a partially a genetic thing. Cause you'll see super lean as can be bodybuilding men and they'll have kind of, they won't really have any lines in their quads. And right. then, you know, I think that same thing can happen with, with I wonder if that's just overall development or just, I think it's a combination because, you know, when you see some competitors, like let's stick with women here. When you see some competitors in their first shows, even, you know, three years in, they might not have lines, but mm-hmm. 
than like Jessica Reyes Padilla is a good example. She's always had some lines, you know, in the past, but they are deep this year. And so I think it's a combination of development and conditioning and also having the genetic capability. So that's, that's my two cents. Yeah. Right, now we're going to move on to third place who I know you love. Uh, personal fave. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she started following me and uh, wished me luck in my show. A couple I, weeks ago. I was like, Oh my God. I like I totally fangirled and geeked out over it. <laughs> um, so I, so our third place winner at the uh, Orlando Europa was uh, Ivana and she looks phenomenal this is her first show of the season she was really excited and posting a lot about it she yeah. has a really good look she has um narrow clavicles but somehow manages to make herself look really wide with her shoulders it doesn't always work that way she, but she does she well she has such a nice round delt i think that's where where it comes back um yeah. actually when i hired my coach i sent him a picture of ivana and i was like this is my you know my figure goal look whatever um and he was like yeah well your clavicles are wider than hers and I was like oh. I would agree with that, agree with that. <laughs> the thing about um, Anna is she just has a lot of muscle you know she's been at it for yeah. a while. her abs those are my dream abs right there those when we talk cool. about abs and how they're supposed to look not <laughs> super bubbly but you can see every single line even the very lower abs I mean I can count one two three one two three on each side mm -hmm. and in the front shot that's hard to do <laughs> it looks beautiful um so my my main comment on this um on this pose in general is just leg conditioning yeah it's weird because i've been watching her on instagram and it seems like she was bringing her leanest physique ever and then her oh, legs nice. were not as conditioned as i've seen them yeah. um so i just i don't understand maybe it was lighting maybe there was a missed peak um, I've seen her legs look better than this, although from the waist up, I don't, I don't think I've seen better on her. Yeah, I from the waist up, she looks fantastic. And all I, the reason I said, well, when you were saying that is just because Instagram is kind of like, there's another person at the show that we're not going to talk about because she didn't place high enough. Um, but whose Instagram content was like blowing it out of the water. Yeah. I mean, you'd think no one was working harder. You'd think that no one had ever brought better conditioning. And then, yeah. she, you know, on the stage, she didn't look that great. Right. Um, it's and, so funny how that can happen. Yeah, I don't think Ivana is like that though. By the way, this is somebody else I'm talking about. But um, you know, I think she is in good condition. I don't know if missing a peak would cause the legs. I feel like the legs just need more time dieting. You know, it's strange because her adductors are pretty well defined, and then her quads are just washed out. I don't usually get adductors until my quads are there, so it's just like it goes back again to like how what order everything comes off yeah and everybody everybody has such a different different order so i would say that's the primary thing for her um let's see her back shot absolutely her back shot, i think that her actual back itself is phenomenal it's very thick it has a great look that, but then you get yeah. to the lower half and there's no definition even the glutes don't look that great in my opinion but she's she got third place i mean that's not a snub oh, no, not, not shabby at all i think she just needs to do um more weeks of prep and then do another show and i think she'll be phenomenal it makes me wonder too well I, she is i think competing this weekend um good. what's this weekend which show yeah i don't know but yeah no i i don't know i i feel disappointed for her because i think 
I just sensed that she felt like she was bringing something better than this, but she'll put her head down. She'll get it done. I know she will. I mean, I personally think that, uh, you know, when you do one show, I don't want to say it's warm up. I don't like using that expression because it could be phenomenal. Like it could be um, best, best look ever for a show of the season. But I also like to always acknowledge that doing multiple shows is a good thing. And yeah, it sort of, especially when you've been away from it. Cause like she didn't do the Olympia. She didn't qualify for the Olympia last year. So she's been off the stage for a while. Um, and sometimes it just takes getting under that lighting and getting the feedback from, you know, your own feedback, just by looking at your pictures and your videos yourself. Um, it, maybe sometimes it takes that in order to get better for the next show. So, yeah. Um, but overall, I love Vana. She has a great look. I mean, look at that back. It's thick. This is great. I want a back like that. <laughs> and I like, I mean, her glutes look good in that shot too. So yeah, she just has like a little bit more to go. They do. I mean, I think, I think from the waist down, she's got some fat to lose. So now we're going to move on to the Omaha pro that happened this past weekend. There's no figure, but there was women's physique and women's bodybuilding, which I'm really excited to talk about. Yes. Okay, so this is our women's physique winner from the weekend. Um, I might butcher the name. It's Christelle Zorovska. I think you got it. Christelle Zorovska, who won her pro card at the Arnold Amateur, um, I believe in class A, a few years back. Um, she got second at the Puerto Rico Pro in women's physique this year, um, which was really recently. We, of course, we just talked about that as well. Um, and she's really moved up the ranks. I think uh, last year she was like, uh, maybe second call out to the New York pro. Um, and then before that, you know, even farther back in the lineup. So she's really moved up. She also at the same show where she won her pro card, she also competed in um, masters. So I'm not sure how old she is now, but it definitely shows that she's, you know, a master's level. So it's really great that she's competing in the open category women's physique and doing really well. So she obviously won her ticket to the O and this is her front relaxed. I think she has really good conditioning. She has nice shape. The front relaxed in women's physique is not as, um, it doesn't hold the same amount of gravity that it does in figure because in figure you only have the four poses where in women's physique, you have the whole gamut. You have the uh, the four quarter turns, the front, um, the front double by, the back double by, the side try and the side chest and then the ab and thigh. So you have more poses. So it, it's not quite as, I don't wanna say it's not as important, but you know, it's not one quarter of your score. Right. That's what I mean by that. So overall, I think she looks really great. Love the abs. I think her legs look fantastic. She has nice shape. She's not straight up and down, which I really like. Yeah, I agree. I look at this and the first thing that comes to mind is I really can't find anything to pick out right off the bat and be like, this needs work or this needs, you know, when I look at her, I'm not like blown away or super excited, I but I also can't find anything wrong. I agree. If that makes sense. Like there's uh, nothing yeah. specifically. So here's her front double by. And again, I would say it's a similar, it's a similar thing as the, as the front relaxed. There's not really a ton um, that you would take away from it. I think the one thing I noticed is her abs have disappeared from, cause you yeah. saw them in the front relax and you don't see them here. Um, I also would say that she needs to work on her biceps. Yep. I could see that. Yeah, because they're, you know, you need a little bit more pop. It's funny, before I started thinking about bodybuilding, you know, like women's physique, women's bodybuilding, I never really thought about, oh, you got to work on your biceps. To me, they were just kind of like a floofy gym bro, <laughs> act, you know, activity or gym oh, muscle. Yeah. 
but um but the girls man they really they matter they they really matter in these poses so we're gonna move on we just looked at her front double by now we're gonna look at her back double by and i think that her back double by is pretty pretty good it's better than the front double that's nice it is very nice i love the back way is super conditioned yeah super. i love the way her delts look from the back too now her glutes are not as sharp as i've seen on some women's physique winners I will um, know that at the top, you can see the striations. The striations at the top. Um, but looking at this, and then I know we're going to look at the bodybuilders in a second. Maybe that's what they're, maybe, you know, she still has very sharp glutes. They're just not like razors, like mm -hmm. I've seen some. Um, so maybe they're trying to keep that distinction in there. I think they might be, you know, for me, I was talking to Nate about the, um, the difference between women's physique and, and women's bodybuilding. And I think sometimes it's hard for people to tell, but to me, there is a distinct look difference to the yeah. itself. So it's like partially the striations, right? Cause women's physique, let's go back to figure figure. They say no striations women's physique. They want some striations and the women's bodybuilding is like shredded so one of the main differences between women's physique and women's bodybuilding to me is the particularly the word grainy women's physique competitors aren't supposed to be grainy uh, right yeah that's a good word yeah if you're not used to bodybuilding in general you wouldn't really know the distinction between that but there's a distinctly grainy look and when we get to the women's bodybuilding winner um i think it, that word grainy really applies and you see definitely see a huge difference so maybe i'll bring up the two um and we'll compare side by side just to see the difference between women's physique women's bodybuilding yep um all right so next we're going to move on to um her side try i actually this is probably my favorite of all of her poses I think it's really beautiful. It uh, is beautiful. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the side try in, in women's physique and women's bodybuilding. I don't know what it is. It just has that flow that I love. Um, and I'm a sucker for that big tricep and delt and seeing all of that with the, the hard quad. It's, it's honestly one of my favorite poses on men too, just in general. True, I agree. The flow of a person's physique in this pose is super nice and artistic looking. And that's what I think why I like it so much. I agree. Artistic. I like that description in particular. So now I'm actually going to put her down on the task bar so I can bring up our women's bodybuilding winner who I'm only moderately obsessed with. Um, everybody knows who she is. No one can ever say anything negative about her because there's no. nothing negative. Uh, Michaela Acock. I, I love Michaela Acock. <laughs> I love her physique. I love her personality. I love everything about Michaela Acock. She is something else. Um, superhuman, maybe. <laughs> and, and you know what really struck me about her at the show? I'm going to get kind of girly when I say this, but what really struck me about her here, like ignore the muscle, ignore everything else, but she was just radiant. She was. I, I mean, absolutely. Great makeup look for her. Yeah. What'd you say? She did it well with the makeup. It's bright, happy looking. Yeah. I think her grin is just happy. And I mean, if you followed her on Instagram throughout the weekend, you'd know that she spent a lot of time with her mom. Her mom went to the show with her and yes. they were just having a blast. And I think that that really shows. So very happy for her all right so now that we talked about that her physique is nuts i think her biggest change from her um 
from her last looks is that her upper body and her lower body are a lot more balanced now. Her quad sweep has definitely improved quite a bit. Um, and it really shows because she has balance you know, in a way that she didn't have before. It's interesting. Her quads start lower than some people. Some people's quads come out from their hips. Hers come about come out from about midway down her leg. So I think just genetically, she had to fight with that. She lives um, like 45 minutes from me and she comes to MI40 sometimes for body work with the guy that I see. You bragger. I wish <laughs> I lived that close to Michaela Acock. <laughs> I haven't met her yet. I can't wait to, to meet her because um, I hear she's just humble and very, very kind. Um, but he was telling me she barely has done any upper body stuff this year because they told her about that imbalance and she has held on to so much upper body size despite not really doing much. Like her lats are just like, she puts her arms up and her armpits are just like, I know. I, I just can't, I don't know how she, she does it. She's amazing. And she was a little toothpick like six years ago. <laughs> I will say, so I, this is how nice she is. I randomly started messaging her like a while ago. I don't remember how long ago, a year and a half ago, two years ago. And she like just uh -huh. responds back like a nice normal person. Um, and <laughs> even though I'm like a weird, creepy bodybuilder fan, you know, <laughs> messaging her and responding to her stories. So we occasionally talk a little bit and she's always so nice and willing to, to give advice or just, you know, respond. And um, she said, when I've asked her about her training and she was doing three lower body days a week. Um, and we were talking about you know, the body's response and, and, you know, why her legs have improved so much. And part of it is because it's not only that when, like, let's say you're doing three days a week of lower body and then two days a week of upper body, right? You would think that the lower body is getting rest. I think a lot of people would think that because, mm. you know, those upper body days, technically the lower body is resting but it's not the same as having complete rest right? and the legs being able to completely recover. Do you know what I mean? And so I think that that was a huge component in her making those improvements because she was able to completely recover um, and then train legs again and yeah. completely recover and then train legs again. Yeah. Um, so this is probably one of my favorite shots. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to pick. It's hard to pick. I love that shot. That's a great side chest. It is. Right, just she's more conditioned than i mean anyone we've ever shared on the podcast um and especially now when we get to her back shots and i think this is one that we can compare to the women's physique competitor because if you look at this back shot it's very different looking than the women's physique and not just different because of the posing it's different because of the actual look to the muscle yeah i mean look at those glutes hard as nails yeah there's not an ounce of fat on this woman's body not one ounce of fat anywhere and they anywhere. pose the glutes differently too yeah uh, and they pose it more like a men's bodybuilder because it's bodybuilding it's women's bodybuilding so it's just unbelievable <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring that one up we're almost done i want i'm gonna bring up another another one and we'll compare afterward to um the women's physique competitor I mean, that's nuts. Look at that. Right now we're looking at a back relaxed. I didn't show a back relaxed from the women's physique competitor, but just look at, you can see, even if you ignore the lower body and the striations and the hardness of the lower body, you can see that hardness in the upper body as well. I wish she had moved her hair. I want to see her traps. I want to see all the way up. <laughs> you heard it first, Michaela, move your hair. Um, just kidding. 
I'm gonna show actually, I'm gonna show one more, the Abinthai. Not typically a favorite shot of mine, if I'm being honest, but I really like this. I think I particularly like it because you can see the teardrop so nicely, which is one of the benefits of the Abinthai. Um, and I really like it on her, even though I don't typically enjoy the Abinthai that much. Even in men's bodybuilding, I'm not a huge fan of the Abinthai. Except when Chris Bumstead hits it with the vacuum. That looks nice. <laughs> but he can hit anything, so. All right. Um, so now we're gonna compare the look of the women's physique with the look that Michaela Acock has. Um, so I'm gonna show two. I'll show this one and this one. Oops. So we're gonna compare the, um, which ones can you see right now? Just out of curiosity. Uh, just, oh, now I see two. Okay, great. Um, so you're seeing Michaela's back and the women's physique back, correct? Uh, yeah, they're they're not the same shot. The women's physique is doing like this with her. Yeah, hands. she's doing a, like a transition shot. Yeah. Let me see if I can get more. Of... So, I mean, you can still see the there. difference. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and I like that this is the same show, same judges, and they're clearly telling you what they're looking for between each division. Yeah. Right. Everything is the same. The back, the the judges, the backdrop, uh, the lighting. Like there's, oh. I mean, even the way I'm showing them, you can see everything is lining up perfectly. So it gives you a great yeah. comparison of um, the look. So look at look at the glutes for one thing. Obviously, huge difference in the glutes. You've got way yeah. more striations with what Michaela in the women's bodybuilding is doing. Um, obviously, for women's physique, we have the open hand, and women's bodybuilding, we have the closed fist, um, and the development of the back is different, but overall, like, even if we're not talking about being big, you can see a difference in the muscle itself. Michaela, has yeah, it's harder, yeah, it's grainier. It's harder, it's grainier. Mm -hmm. The, it's funny, um, the women's physique competitor almost looks sharper, but when you know a lot about muscle development and bodybuilding, you, Michaela, I think is leaner and more conditioned, obviously, but her muscles are so big that they're almost like they have this like bubbly bubbly there you go yeah bubbly. that that the women's physique competitor doesn't so she she kind of looks like a like a sharper look her overall back wouldn't you say sharper looking. I think because the muscles are like uh just so developed yeah so with with the women's physique competitor I think that since the muscles aren't as big and they're not as, and they're not as developed they right they're more clearly discernible from each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where That's what I'm trying to get at, yeah. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I think the word sharper generally, I think Michaela's conditioning is sharper, but I know what you mean about like telling each of the muscle fiber yeah. part. You know, yeah, I know what you I'm mean. I'm trying to figure out how to describe it, but maybe that's the best thing to do. <laughs> the words. <laughs> um, overall though, I think this was a really great show. Um, you know, some of the pro shows don't have all the divisions. I, okay, I should rephrase that. Most of the pro shows don't have all the divisions, right? Like there are tons of bikini only shows, tons of shows where you know, maybe there's bikini and figure. I think that's going to happen a lot now with wellness. I think wellness and bikini will be probably, you know, they'll have those two together or maybe wellness and figure hard to say which one, but I think, well, now that wellness is on the scene, there's probably going to be a lot of wellness shows. Well, I'll tell you what, um, at the champion photo shoot with, uh, Mannion or, um, mm -hmm. 
Jam he, yeah, he said uh, there were twice as many wellness competitors as figure competitors. I, never, I have some opinions on that. <laughs> they, they are not the judges of the league. They want that to be um, like a desirable division and it's headed that way. And I think it, that comes down to sex appeal. <laughs> I, well, I will give you that. I completely agree with you on that. It's sex appeal sells, obviously. Sex yep. sells. Um, but also, since wellness is in, because of the because of the sex appeal, right? It was destined to be a highly sought after category, right? So it was automatically like that. It has Instagram appeal, which is a huge component to fitness and our sport. Um, but even besides those things, since it's new, we're going to have tons of people trying it out. Who That's true probably shouldn't be doing it but yeah. but promoters and judges and people in general coaches are not going to discourage those people because of money right because they want people to try it they want people to do multiple divisions so they get more of those entry fees um and they want people to think that they have a shot even if they have no lower body that's true I hate to put it like that, but a lot of people doing these local wellness shows, they're dipping their toes in the water. They want to see if they can do it. So they're trying it. And I don't discourage that. I think that's totally fine. Do what you want to do. Spend your money how you want to spend it. But um, a lot of people shouldn't be doing it. A lot of people shouldn't be doing wellness, you know? Yeah. I mean, back to what we were saying before about how you have to be a very specific kind of genetic athlete to do wellness and do well at wellness. Um, I mean, I think caters to how some women are. Some women are lower body heavy and that's the last fat that will ever come off of them. And some women who maybe tried bikini, tried figure, but could never get their lower body lean enough and have a really big imbalanced lower body. Those are the women that are going to do really, really well in wellness. And I, I hope that, that women who haven't found success in other divisions because of those things do try wellness and do well in wellness. I really hope so. Um, but I think for many people who are at the local level, like you said, who maybe just haven't won a bikini show because they've never gotten truly stage lean and think, well, okay, maybe I'll do wellness. That's not. Those okay. wellness pros are lean. lean. They are lean and hard. They are not people that didn't lose the body fat. Yes. So they're lean and hard. Um, and they've been training lower body a lot for most likely many years. Um, I actually have one person in mind that I'm, I'm thinking right now who never got into shape for figure um, and has some sort of inflated sense of like importance. And I think that sometimes switching from one division to the new division, since that new division was so small last year, it kind of gave an opportunity to become like a guru in the division. Mm, okay. And in reality, I mean, it's just someone who switch because they never got into shape sounds harsh but i no, think but that's the, i mean that's the same thing i was saying yeah if you're switching just because you're not getting in shape this isn't about oh i can't get in shape for the stage mm -hmm. so i'm going to do a division that well actually you know it's funny so a lot of brand new people who've never competed before think wellness is exactly like it sounds wellness like yeah. the type of conditioning that isn't unhealthy you look healthy and well on stage that's not it's an interesting it's, it's an interesting bit of a like why did they name it wellness because i guess that's what they're getting at at the end of the day like it's not like an unhealthy but the but the olympians are shredded like you said so i don't i don't know 
Is that? I don't know. Wellness. Maybe they just didn't have any more creative for the for the category. other countries in the other IFBB countries. Wellness was a category before they brought it to us, right? It was, but I don't know what it was called. Was it called wellness? I don't know. I don't know anything about all that stuff. They had like fit body and this and that, and I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, there um, are different like fit model category, like the fit model or fitness model. They're right. like category in some um, some oh. other countries organizations that aren't MPC. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of, there's one in the UK. Um, yeah. They have their own. That's pretty, like, I don't want to say big, but pretty big in the UK. I think a lot right. of them have their own. Yeah. But yeah, it's something to think about. Uh, I'm not even sure how we got off on that tangent, <laughs> but somehow we got there. Exactly. I do want to acknowledge another thing too that uh, we talked about with our review of of one of the junior shows. We had one competitor and figure that I, we both agreed was very had very narrow clavicle width. Um, mm -hmm. We said that because of how developed her lower body was and the narrow clavicle, she'd probably be a good fit for wellness. I remember her. Yep. Uh -huh. And I think that that actually is going to be a huge thing for wellness competitors. It's not going to be about just being thick on the bottom. I think it's also about having narrow clavicles because you need right. to have developed delts and you need to have hard delts. Like they mm -hmm. need to be the same conditioning as bikini, right? And some bikini girls have pretty hard delts depending on who we're looking at. Um, so it needs to be that same conditioning, but it can't match your bottom in size. So like, let's say you have to build those delts up to have the good round delts, but you also need to have your upper body significantly smaller than your lower body. Well, how do we get there? No back. <laughs> Narrow clavicles and, and yeah. the back. Yeah, exactly. Like no, no width to the lats and narrow clavicles. So. Yeah. I think that that's going to be big for wellness, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I think we got here because I was talking about twice as many wellness competitors. Oh, that is how we got there. Yeah. So I think that, I think that's part of it. I think that it's the, all the people trying the category who have done other categories, not necessarily just trying it because they didn't get in shape. Maybe they got into great shape and they just want to give it a go. So I don't want it to paint everybody with the same brush, but, um, I think at the local level, that's more of what it is. And I think at the national level, more people are dipping their toes into wellness just because it's kind of a cool new division, has a lot of hype right now, might be kind of fun to do. Um, and yes, of course, the sex appeal, but I don't necessarily think that they all should be doing wellness. Right. Because where did all these, these wellness competitors come from? They're supposed to be imbalanced. That's part of it. But you have to be a bigger on the bottom. It says it in the rules. So if you are bigger on the bottom did you just get that way overnight from last year? Do you know what I mean? Or are you not really quite there yet and you're just competing? That's kind of my thought process. Either they were imbalanced before and now oh. they have the perfect division for them. That's true. They or, or they've had one year to grow their bottom halves. So that's impressive yeah. growth in one year for, for ladies. It's not um, easy to grow yeah. your bottom half. No. <laughs> and then there's some people like Dr. Sunny Andrews who were just had that body and were just waiting for the perfect division to come along. Well, she she competed in the WBFF. Yes, she did. So that's so, actually um uh -huh. that's a little wellness kind of is what they're looking for in that division. So it almost translates pretty well. I don't remember what division was she because they have different pro diva or something. Pro diva, I think, right? They have different categories. So that's yeah. a good point. People are switching from other from other organizations to do work. Yeah. Um, and those people are probably the best suited because they already have years of that dense lower body muscle. Um, they're not just, you know, c competing or switching over from figure or um, right. 
And then our top, top, top people, like the women going to the Olympia in wellness, they have already competed in wellness in other countries. Yeah, they're already America. They're already there. They've been training for this category for however long. So yeah, it's probably going to take the American women a little while to catch up, I would say. I agree. Well, on that note, we've had a really good episode today. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, we are going to recap um, a few shows coming up, and we also are probably going to have a couple interviews coming up in our next episode. You can look out for our episodes every other week. Our, we're aiming to do an episode every other week. We may occasionally surprise you with extra ones in between, um, but you can look out for us every other week on the Think Big Bodybuilding podcast app or on YouTube. Uh, and thank you for watching. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.